and welcome to the ArborPod Detective Dendro series. Today's guest is Ian Wilson in the case of the Perplexing Plains. This podcast is provided by the International Society of Arboriculture. It was a quiet morning at the Tree Deduction Agency. Too quiet. I, Detective Dendro, Master Arboriculture Sleuth, was enjoying a rare moment of calm when suddenly the phone rang. My trusty assistant coded stepped out of the adjacent tree dissection laboratory and lifted the receiver. Tree deduction agency. Our tree deductions can't be topped. Coded listened for a few minutes, then handed over the phone. I think you'd better listen to this, boss. Sounds like a new case. On the phone was a municipal arborist from a city in the dry belt of south-central British Columbia. I listened to a description of the problem for a few minutes, then hung up. Coded, call the airport and have them fuel up Tree Force One. Looks like we're flying to beautiful B.C. Within minutes, our gear was assembled and ready to go. I paused, noticing a large lump under my sidekick's jacket. Coded, what are you packing there? Just my 357 RPM tree drill, with a compass in the stock. Leave that here. I suspect urban decay of a different stripe on this case. Once at the site, we began systematically gathering clues. The site consisted of a series of irrigated highway medians planted with London Plain. Platinus X Acerfolia Bloodgood. The plane trees and the medians all seemed to be suffering from witches' brooms. After several minutes of investigation, Coded turned to me. Boss, isn't it just a simple case of sycamore anthracnose? Ordinarily, I would agree with you, my dear Coded, but there appears to be more here than meets the eye. Our client mentioned that anthracnose is not much of a problem in this area. Have you noticed that plane trees on the adjacent boulevards seem to be relatively free of brooms? Does that not strike you as odd? Also, I'm not seeing the typical symptoms of anthracnose, such as branch cankers or leaf or twig blight. These trees appear quite healthy, other than the brooming. Just then, my cell phone rang. It was the client, eager to check up on our progress. Yes, I'm standing on one of the medians at this moment, I replied. We've hit a wall in our investigation. Luckily, I think it's the relatively weak wall number one, so we should surpass it with just a bit more time, according to Codet. At that moment, the wind from a passing semi-truck blew the phone from my hands. Choking on dust, I nevertheless was triumphant as I suddenly exclaimed, Codet! I think I have it. Although it is difficult in this case to give a definitive answer, my diagnosis was injury from de-icing salt spray as the main culprit, causing the witch's brooms. How did you figure that out? asked Coded. By a process of elimination. Witch's brooms can be caused by a number of factors, including disease, anthracnose, powdery mildew, leaf blisters or curls, rust, and others, mites, herbicide injury, and injury of buds from salt spray. Because no herbicides were being used, that left mites, disease, and salt injury as possibilities. The obvious culprit, sycamore anthracnose, is not common on plane trees growing in this dry climate, particularly on the bloodgood variety. Close inspection of the trees showed no evidence of mites. That left one suspect to consider. What's that? asked Coded. London plane trees are reputed to be moderately to highly salt tolerant. However, 
Most researchers have looked only at tolerance to root-absorbed salts, that is, salts in the soil. Soil samples taken at the site in this case showed a higher-than-normal level of salt, but the trees otherwise appeared healthy. In further research, I found that London Plains can be quite sensitive to airborne salt sprays, although I couldn't find any reports specifically dealing with bud dieback or witches' brooms. The pattern of the witches' brooms was a key component in my diagnosis. The median trees were subjected to constant high winds due to rapid movement of traffic on both sides of the medians. But what about the trees on the other side? The boulevard plane trees on either side of the highway were set back from the side of the road and did not seem to be subjected to the same degree of wind or spray. Also, the client had noticed that the snow plows in winter usually plowed all of the snow, salt, and sand toward the center median rather than towards the side boulevards. Finally, it had been observed that the median trees appeared to experience greater damage in years following heavier snowfall, presumably as a result of greater use of de-icing salts. So what can be done to avoid this, Dendro? asked Coded. A proactive solution would be to choose a species that is highly tolerant to both root-absorbed and airborne salts. In the existing situation, one solution would be to convince highway crews to use a de-icing product that is less toxic. Another, more challenging possibility might be to periodically wash away salt deposits from the buds during the winter with a water truck. That sounds reasonable. Kodit stood on the median, nervously watching the trucks whiz past us. Our job here is done, Kodit. Let's get out of here before we get run over. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the ArborPod Detective Dandro series. You can earn CEUs for these podcasts. Just log in at the ISA store, click on online CEU quizzes, and find the Detective Dandro quizzes. Stay tuned for the next ones. This podcast is provided by the International Society of Arboriculture.